Welcome back to another episode of the Constructive Liberty Podcast. Today is Monday, June the 14th. Yes, it is not your typical Constructive Liberty Podcast release day, but I'm toying around with the format again. You know, like throw a bunch of stuff at the wall and see what sticks. So I'm playing with the idea of releasing my Elevate Daily videos in audio format on a Monday and then going back to the regular Wednesday format for the for the normal podcast release. So just throwing stuff at the wall, see what sticks, see what works, see how I like it, see how you guys like it. Let me know if you like two episodes a week or if you're like, nope, just stay, stick with the one episode and go back to normal format. So with that, Here are last week's Elevate Daily audios. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Ken with another episode of Elevate Daily. Today, I want to talk about overwhelm. Something that we all face from time to time. It hits every single one of us, excuse me, at one time or another. It's... Something that is so hard to escape from. And when it hits you, it's like a wave or or sometimes it feels like a ton of bricks. Just like on your shoulders, crushing you under the weight. And it's like when it hits me, I just I want to pull my hair out. I want to hold my head in my hands. And sometimes I just want to cry because I don't know how I'm going to get everything done. And. The problem I see with this is because I haven't taken the time to set myself up for my best shot at success. I too often I get a little bit overwhelmed and I think, well, if I add if I do this, if I add this thing, that's going to help. But <clears throat> if you have a pile of bricks and they're not properly stacked up, excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry about that. If you have a pile of bricks and they're not properly stacked up, and you go, you keep adding another brick, maybe this brick will level it out. No, and you try to sit it up there nice and level, and then you add another brick. Well, maybe this one will help level it out. Maybe this one, and you, and you add these bricks, and, and they're not properly stacked. No amount of adding bricks is going to stabilize the pile. You have to take the pile apart and start from the foundation. Start laying your bricks, stacking them, level, making a nice stack. you got to have that solid foundation. And our life is the same way. If things are a little topsy-turvy, if they're not stable, if you don't have good systems in place to give you your best shot at achieving what you want to achieve, at succeeding, at... Getting things done in the proper manner. It's like taking a pile of bricks and just tossing them on top of each other, thinking that it's going to be a nice pile, a nice stack, and it's not. It never works out good. You have to start from the beginning and create systems that give you the best shot at achieving what it is you want to achieve. You have to set your schedule. Like, if you have something that has to be done, Schedule a time for it. Write it in. Like physically take a planner and write it in. I need to call so-and-so client at this time. 
and make sure you stick to that schedule. Do those things. So many people don't like having, they, they think they're limited by a schedule, but having that schedule and creating those habits actually empowers you. It frees you up to do the things that you need to do, to do the other things. It, it makes so you don't have to try to keep track of all those things in your mind. If you create systems to get those things done, create systems in your business for meeting with clients, for creating the estimates, for sending things out, for following up, for completing the job, for sending the, the final invoices and getting the feedback from the clients, for keeping them happy, create systems for all of those things. That will help as much as possible to eliminate that overwhelm. It's when you don't have those systems in place. For instance, for so long I've been a solopreneur. I've done everything myself from meeting the clients to creating the estimates to sending the invoices and doing all the work and everything was all on me. I'm in the process of expanding my business and I'm learning how to create these systems to make so that to, to empower my team to do the work, to get things done right. And there's things that fall through the cracks because I'm still learning the best practices in that. But as I create these systems, it's going to make my life so much easier and so much better. So create the systems for your life. If there's an area where you're feeling overwhelmed, sit down, think about what it is that's overwhelming to you. And then create a system around that. Put it into a schedule or a time block or figure out the best practices for getting that done. And then let it go. Let your mind rest. You have to create the systems and then let the systems work. Hope that helps. See you back on Monday. Welcome back to Elevate Daily. This is episode number nine. And it's a Monday morning, so we're talking all things relationships. Now, most times my relationship tidbits and ideas and advice, if you will, comes from the DISC model of human behavior. I am a DISC certified consultant. So most of my experience and uh, things I talk about come from that. But occasionally I draw inspiration from an email, which is today's email. Now this comes, this email is from Robert Rome, who developed the DISC model of human behavior. And he included a tidbit from author Marsha Ellen Wright. And this is from a teacher's perspective. And I thought it was super insightful into the different relationships that people have with people with other personality styles, trying to understand different people, you know, because we all view life from the lens of our own personality perspective. So let me just jump right into it. This is from the perspective of a teacher. Help me be grateful for the students who like to learn and feel challenged by those who do not. Help me be thankful for the students I like and understand those I'm learning to love. Help me to be motivated by the students who like to think and be committed to those afraid to try. Help me be inspired by students who choose right over wrong and be patient with those who lack the courage to do so. Help me be gentle with students who make mistakes and learn to forgive a difficult child. 
Help me be wise with students building character and be unwavering with those without conscience. Help me be committed to the students who are responsible and be persistent with those who value nothing. Help me be calm in the midst of violence and model self-control in the midst of anger. Help me be faithful in the days of discouragement and be dedicated to make one child smile. Now, I find it interesting, you know, the, the first thing she says is, help me be grateful for the students who like to learn and feel challenged by those who do not. We often see people with different personality styles as us, as having no values or like she views students not liking to learn. I believe everybody likes to learn. We just have different learning styles and different interests and different likes and different dislikes. It's a matter of what you want to learn and how you best learn it. Now, I was a fairly smart kid in school, but I hated doing the work. I didn't think it was practical to me. It didn't apply to me. It wasn't that I didn't like to learn. I loved to learn. I loved reading, even from a really young age. I still like reading to this day. I love learning new things. I mean, there's not much that I'm not intrigued by learning something about. I so often, I'm like, squirrel, I'll go off on a rabbit trail trying to learn about something. I'm like, there's this new thing and I got to learn it. And I learn a little bit about it and then move on and don't ever pick it up again. I just, I like new ideas. Now there's a few things that I go deep into, but it's those things that I'm interested in. It's those things that are applicable to my life. And when we can understand how other people are wired differently, when we can understand what motivates somebody and and we learn their different personality styles, we we gain a deeper knowledge, a deeper understanding of how people work, of the inner workings of someone's mind. It's it's like a um, if you're a car mechanic or an auto mechanic, most engines work very similarly, but they have their different intricacies. They have their different layouts and their different setups and there's different little things about them. So if you study, you know, a 1992 Chevy Silverado and you know the ins and outs of how that engine operates, you're not going to be able to go to a 2017, you know, F-150 and know everything about it because it's laid out different. It's, there's so many different things about it. Yeah, the basics of how it runs are the same, but it's many different things about it. So you've got to learn different people, different motivations, different personality styles, and really understand them, what drives them. And it helps you see people in a different light and to appreciate them more. Uh, I want your help. I've been calling this Elevate Daily, but I'm not sure that I like that. So if you're still watching this video, drop some suggestions in the comments of what else I could name this series. Elevate Daily, Level Up, 1% Better. I don't know. Drop some comments below. Let me know. I'd love to hear your feedback on that. And I'd love to hear your feedback on today's topic. How do you go about understanding other people? What is it that, uh, what, what don't you understand about people? What motivates you to learn more about other people? Are you intrigued by the differences of, of people's personalities? Or are you kind of flummoxed. I'm not sure if that's the right way to say that word. Are you flabbergasted by how strange people are?
I am sometimes. But I like learning new things. I like learning about people. So drop your comments below. Give me some suggestions on the name of the show. See you back tomorrow. Hey guys, welcome back to episode number 10 of Elevate Daily. Five minutes a day to help you to level up, to become 1% better every day. Because if you can become 1% better every day, the, the math works out to 37% better every year. Imagine if you continue to do that over your lifetime. Imagine the places you could go, the things you could do, the life you could have. Just mind-blowing. So today's Tuesday, Tools, Tips, and Tricks Tuesday to help you to get that life you want. So one thing that I like to do from time to time, there's a podcast that I listen to. And last year, he did a small series of episodes that he called his 13 stomps. And it's things to that you can do just spending five minutes on each step to help you to really understand what it is that you want in life, to really go after what you want, to get that life that we all want, to, to have the career that you want, to create something amazing, not only for ourselves, but for the people around us, to create a better future. Don't you want that? Can you imagine that? So I'm just going to go through these steps. I'm going to walk you through them. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll try to leave a link where you can find those episodes from last year. But anyway, so number one, do a deep analysis. What do I want in my life that I don't have? Like just start writing things down. Anything that comes to mind, spend five, 10 minutes on it. What do I want in my life that I don't have? And then number two, another five, 10 minutes. What do I have in my life that I don't want? You, you want to eliminate those things. What, what are those things that I don't want in my life? Is it the job you have? Is it school? Do you not like studying? Or what, what about that don't you like? Write those things out. And then number three, where do I want to build my life? Where do I want to live for my future? Do I want to travel lifestyle? Do I want to live by the beach, in the mountains, um, in the Midwest, in the middle of a cornfield somewhere? Where do I want to live? And then number four, develop how can I questions? How can I get those things? How can I go about making those things a reality? Number five, develop a financial plan. Now, depending where you're at in your life, this step might come later for you. If you're still pretty young, still in school, haven't started earning your own income, haven't generated your own money yet, you might not know how to develop a financial plan, but this is very key to getting the life you want, to, to having what you want in life, is making it make sense financially. Number six, list everything you have and are grateful to have in life, whether that's your teachers, your friends, your parents, your school, your job, your car, your everything that you can think of that you have in life, your dog. Maybe you live on a farm. Maybe you live in the city and you like being next to the coffee shop. Whatever those things are, write them out and then practice gratitude for those things. Number seven, a deep analysis of everything that's in your sphere of control 
sphere of influence and sphere of concern. Now, I'm going to go into this one just a little bit. We have three spheres that we live in, the sphere of control, sphere of influence, and sphere of concern. Anything that's in the area of concern, things that you can't do anything about, you have no control over, you have no influence over, just toss those out. That's things like politics, the news, um, all kinds of things like that, that you can't affect at all. Like no matter what you do, doesn't change it. That's your sphere of concern or things that weigh on your mind, but you can't do anything about. So just get rid of those. Then your sphere of influence would be like your friends, um, your family, your uh, coworkers, your boss, whatever those things are, whoever those people are, you have influence over them, but you don't control them directly. So you can put, you know, maybe 15% of your effort there, but the other 85% of your effort should go into your sphere of control. The things that you have direct and physical control over, and that's yourself, your actions, your reactions, your emotions, your thoughts, your feelings. Yes, you get thoughts, feelings, and emotions that come at you and they try to express themselves through you, but you can control what happens with that. You can control how it how it displays itself, whether that's an outburst of anger or whether, you know, you feel the anger, acknowledge it and choose not to show that, choose not to let it control you, but you control it. Those things are your sphere of control. And that's where you should be putting 85% of your effort. Number eight, turn off the news because that emotion, the fear, the feelings that we talked about, the news drives that. So turn off the news. Number nine, go back to those how can I questions that we talked about earlier in step number four and turn those into statements like how I am going to do this. This is how I am going to do this. So instead of how can I have a house on the beach, this is how I am going to have the house on the beach. I'm going to create a business that generates Lots of revenue generates income that creates massive impact for people and brings me the lifestyle that I want, brings me the money that I need so that I can afford that house on the beach. Number 10, take action on one thing from your how I am going to statements and do it today. Go do that. Number 11, accept the fact that you deserve exactly what you want. You just haven't done the work yet. Accept the fact that you deserve what you want to the degree that you put the effort into it. You don't deserve it if you're just going to sit back on the couch and eat potato chips. But if you'll put in the work for it, you can get it. Number 12, find people who have what you want and examine what they did to get it. Go talk to them, ask them, interview them, and model what you like about their life. If, if they have the things that you want, model what they did to get that. And then number 13, work on these lists every day at minimum once a week and constantly, consistently update them. And don't stop until you have everything you want. That's it for today, guys. I'll see you back tomorrow. Welcome back to Elevate Daily. This is episode number 10. And as you can hear, it's raining outside. Here, I'll show you. 
Well, you can't really see, but if you could see, it's a downpour. I was going to be out on the backhoe this morning, but not going to sit in the rain digging a ditch. Not going to do it. Not going to happen. But anyway, elevate daily. Listen, today's Wednesday, and I call them Wisdomous Wednesdays. I like to share quotes from people who have inspired me, people who have uh, inspired people that have inspired me. And today's quote comes from a mentor of one of my mentors, my mentor being David Kaufman, his mentor being the one and only Zig Ziglar. Now, most people have heard of Zig Ziglar. Even I had heard of him before I got into the personal development space, before trying to better myself. This man is a giant in the Christian community. He is a man of faith. He's an author, a speaker, or he was, passed away a few years back. But he left a legacy behind of empowering people to create something, to to create a life of value, to live in such a way that impacts other people's lives. The man was such an inspiration to so many people. But the quote I want to share with you today is this. Lack of direction, not lack of time, is the problem. We all have 24-hour days. Now listen, say it again. Lack of direction, not lack of time, is the problem. We all have 24-hour days. Now, how many times have you heard someone say, I just don't have time for that? I say it sometimes. I'm trying to reframe that saying in my mind, though. And it's so helpful when, instead of saying, I don't have time, you can say, I choose to spend my time on this instead of that. I have the time if I want to, but I'm putting my focus elsewhere. I have direction. I'm moving in this direction. So I choose to put my time in this direction. That's something that I have said myself in the past. We don't have a time management problem. We have a self-management problem. We all have enough time to do the things we want. But it's whether or not you can manage yourself and do those things, to do the things you want. Can you be disciplined enough with the time you have? There's people that have accomplished so much in this world, even much younger than me that have accomplished way more than me. It's because they took the time they had and they had direction. They focused their direction and used that time to accomplish something great, to provide value, to do something that impacts other people's lives. So I ask you, what will you do with your time? Do you have a direction issue or do you have a time issue? I say it's a direction issue. It's a focus issue. Choose where you'll focus your time. Choose what direction you want. And then spend your time on that and say no to the other things. See you back tomorrow. Have a great day. Welcome back to Elevate Daily. This is, I think, episode 11, but it should be 12. I'm not sure. 11, 12, don't matter. Anyway, it's outside. Enjoying my cup of coffee this morning. Shout out to Holler Roast. Today's Thursday. Thoughtful Thursday. Things I think I think. And I want to talk about the simple life. 
Now, some of you know that about five years ago, my wife and I picked up from our uh, home where we lived down in South Georgia. We had been there right about 10, 11 years, and we picked up and moved to Kentucky. Well, I had lived in Georgia my whole life. My wife had lived there going on 10 years with me. And um, so we picked up and moved to Kentucky. Uh, one of the reasons that we did that was to live a more simple life. We were tired of the rat race. And just the, uh, the complexity of life where in the community we were in, it, it felt like you had to do more, be more, and have more to be somebody. And we wanted to get out of that. So we moved for a more simple life. Now, as many of you know, life creeps back up on you if you're not vigilant about it. Things that you try to eliminate or at least mitigate can tend to creep back in your life if you're not living... Uh, consciously, living intentionally to get rid of those things or, or to, to keep your life the way you want it, to keep it simple. So today I want to talk about the simple life a little more. So often we think we need that next thing, we need another gadget, we've got to get another thing. But things own you. You have to keep up with them. They add a complexity to life. When you have less things, life is less complex. You don't have to have a big old house or lots of stuff to be happy and fulfilled. Oftentimes, the happiest people live in a tent or a camper or a small little house. They don't have much to keep up with. You don't have to have lots of new nice vehicles and, and the latest greatest tools and all of that. Yeah, those things are nice when you need them, but they're not necessary to being happy. A full life tends to come from our experiences, more what we do and who you do it with, rather than what you have. It comes out of who you are. Um, we often try to keep up with the Joneses, and this is kind of a, a household joke now because I have a Jones brother-in-law, and so we always talk about keeping up with the Joneses. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, you, you only wish you could keep up with us. But no, it's kind of a funny little joke. Working to keep up with the Joneses, and I say that in air quotes, only adds stress and worry to life. Um, oftentimes, people's keep up by spending on their credit cards and it adds debt and really leads to a cycle of unhappiness. The The key is to be who you can be, be all you can be, but be secure in yourself. Be who you were meant to be, who God created you to be. Do what you can where you are with what you have. Those are the keys to being, to living a more happy life, a little, a little simpler, more I guess, connected to the earth, connected to God's creation. You need to be faithful in the little things. God gave us gifts and talents and skills and abilities, and we need to use those. we got to be faithful in using what he's given us. We can't worry so much about tomorrow. Yes, plan for tomorrow. Plan for potential outcomes, but don't worry. Don't 
sit there and stress out over how things might turn out. You need to seek first God's kingdom. And it says, all these things shall be added unto you. He'll provide for your needs. He'll take care of you. Smart money management. That's another thing. Manage your money wisely. Don't just go spend willy-nilly on every little thing. Like, I like to spend money on little gadgets. And it can it can add up. I have to be vigilant, be diligent in saying, no, I don't need that. It's really not going to add to my life. It's just another thing that I have to try to keep up with. And a simple life includes taking time to just be, to relax, to enjoy being. Spend time with God. Glorify Him. Use the time that you're given to experience life. Experience the life that God has given you. Use your talents and abilities. God gave them to you for a reason. Use it or lose it. And then use your influence to bring glory to God, to bring the knowledge of God to all the world and start where you are. So, back to the beginning. Live a simple life. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm saying you'll be happier. You'll be more fulfilled. You'll be more free. I'll tell you a little story. Um, and you've probably heard me tell it before. A millionaire was vacationing down in South America somewhere, and he happened to cross a guy who was laying beside his boat on the beach. And he's like, uh, what are you doing? The guy says, well, I was out fishing. I caught my couple fish. Now I'm just sitting here enjoying the day. And the millionaire was horrified. He's like, dude, you should keep fishing. Then you would uh, you'd catch extra fish. You could go sell them. And you'd have more money, you could buy extra fishing rods, you could catch more fish, then you could hire some help, you'd catch more fish, you could buy some boats, buy bigger boats, better boats, faster boats, catch more fish, make more money, then you'd be rich like me, and then you could do whatever you want and live the life you want. And the guy was laying on the beach, he's like, what do you think I'm doing now? He said, I just caught two fish, it's enough for today. Now I'm enjoying life. Why do I need to go through all that to enjoy life? He was living the simple life. He knew what he wanted, knew what he was after, and he took it without going through a great big old complicated, complicated sequence of actions. So, how can you apply that to your life? I don't know. Look for ways. You know you. Be creative. See you tomorrow. Hey guys and gals, welcome back to Elevate Daily. This is episode number 13, and I'm just shooting this one walking around don't have a special mic so if the sound is a little different please forgive me i'm shooting this video actually a day early instead of on friday morning because i wanted to talk about dangerous freedom so check this out got a little pen here we've got five guineas that we've been raising in this pen right here and we've had them for about three months they are two-thirds grown or so I've got a little girl here that just loves attention. So every time I'm down here on her level, she's soaking it up. But anyway, these guys, we decided it's time for them to go out and see the great outdoors so they can go around and eat ticks and bugs and grass and all the things that guineas eat. Well, we've had this door open for about an hour. And you see where those guineas are? They're still in the pen. It's because they're afraid of freedom. They're afraid to get out. They're afraid of the unknown. Don't let that be you. Don't let the gatekeepers of freedom herd you around, keep you cooped up, keep you in the pen. 
They'll give you free food and water, yeah, but they want something from you. Just like with these guineas, we want them to eat bugs. We want them to stick around. That's why we kept them in this here pen for three months, so they'd know where home is, so they'd know who their masters are. So, I just want to say, don't be a guinea. At least not one that's afraid of freedom. Get out there, take freedom for yourself. Go get it, be your own boss. Don't listen to the gatekeepers trying to keep you herded and cooped up. Go get it. That's a wrap for today's show. If you've got any questions or comments you want to throw my way, you can either send an email to coach at kennethash.com or jump into the uh, the MeWe group, Constructive Liberty Podcast. I will put a link in the show notes. You can jump in there, ask your questions. I will put a sticky post at the top, and you can just comment your questions, comments, whatever, whatever you want to say there. Now go out and do good work.